Welcome to the Random Tea Sleepy Hollow Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 4, Go Where I Send Thee. Yay! <laughs> it was directed by Douglas Aronofsky, who also directed Midnight Ride, um, and then four more episodes in Season 2. Cool, cool. And you want to know who the writer was? Yes. Damien Kindler. Yay! Damien. From Lesser Key of Solomon, Sanctuary, Ind- Indispensable Man, and two more in season 16. He's a good or writer. Season, I like Season uh, two, episode 16, and episode nine this year. Okay. Okay. I like his stuff. I do too. While I didn't care for this ep- this episode as much as I did those. It, it, was, it was not a bad episode. It was just kind of. It was filler. Yeah. It was pure it was filler. Monster, it was Monster of the Week. It was pure filler. Uh, it seemed and I know this is hard to believe. It oh seemed over the top. <laughs> That's a shock. Even for Sleepy Hollow. That's a shock. It the, felt a little The guy over didn't the top. end up being as scary as I thought he should be. No. No. But what yeah. are you going to do? I mean, like I said, it wasn't a bad episode. There wasn't a whole lot of story progression. No. In this, it was pure filler. Filler. Yeah. Which, you know, it was, a, yeah, I like the idea of the story. I just don't know that the execution was. But see, I'm like, okay, is this what you're going to do with additional episodes because we went from a 13 episode season to 18 episodes and i'm like are you just gonna add five filler episodes and i end up with the same amount of actual maybe meat of the story possibly yeah but they get more money so well you know um i did want to talk about the fact that because uh, we didn't mention it all through the first season you wanted lindy greenwood to be on the credits i did and now she is and now she actually okay. is along yes. with like 15 other people because now we well, put John Noble on there. and Frank's on there. John Noble's on there. Katrina, Abby, and Ichabod. And Jenny. And Jenny. Yeah. They're all, yeah, there's a bunch of them now. Yeah. I just wanted to add Jenny. I didn't want to add Henry. No. Kind of done with Henry. Depends on what they're paying him, though. Yeah. But Matt Barr, who plays Holly, is he's a guest star. Yeah. He's, he's reoccurring. He's not a cast member. Right. Otherwise, I'd, I'd be mildly pissed, honestly. I got enough people that I'm not seeing. That I like. I know. I don't want to invest in more people that they're going to probably take away from me. Yeah. But, you know, I don't hate him. I don't dislike him at all. No, I don't dislike him. I think he's doing really well with the character he's got, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. He's scruffy. <laughs> I know you like the scruffy. He's, 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 he's Indiana Jones's. What is there not to love? So. Yeah. Yeah. Which I. He's I, evil Indiana Jones. <laughs> evil well, Indiana. he's not evil. I wouldn't call him evil. Mm, okay, we're not evil. He's. Morally ambiguous. Bad bad boy. Bad boy Indiana. Well, Indiana. Morally ambiguous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that fits. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we start off with this little girl, and she's walking through her house in the middle of the night. Creepy and music. She, yeah. She hears this like flute music outside, and she leaves, and um, we just see her walking um through the grounds of her of her house, and she looks hypnotized. And so that's a good way to start. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, and then we have one of the greatest scenes ever. Okay, Ichabod <laughs> monologuing yes. about learning to drive is probably one of my favorite things ever. He is such a drama queen. I love it. He is. So he's, great. He's adorable. But the odometer doesn't lie. No. He's been he's been practicing with Jenny. He has. Because um, Abby meant- tries to give him a confidence boost, and then she's like, yeah, but I know you've been practicing. Yeah, but. Yeah. And. Ichabod mentions, uh, he, like, damns Benjamin like, Franklin Damn it, ben. for inventing the odometer, which yep. he did. <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. Benjamin Franklin was the first postmaster general. Yep, he and was. he invented the odometer to measure the mileage of postal routes. 
That was its <laughs> original purpose. Uh, so funny. I, I just love all the things that Franklin invented, and it's just so much Randomly. fodder. To, it's just so much fodder to piss uh, to piss Crane off. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. It's great. But did this feel like they were not talking about just driving the way he was talking about it? Yeah, I wasn't it, real sure. It was a it little... It was very, like, sexy talk. Dramatic. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, I was like, are y'all talking dirty to each other in code or something? It was foreplay. Yeah, that was totally foreplay. Totally foreplay. Because then when Crane does drive, uh, she's clutching the handle, and I was like, are you having sex now? Because that's what it feels <laughs> like. Or maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part. Yeah. But yeah. Well, he mentions... Um, I lost my cursor. Jinba Ita. Uh-huh. I'm saying it wrong, I know. It's basically, it is, it's a person, uh, horses, one body. Okay. Is exactly what that means. Because he's harnessing um, all these horses. Yeah, it's a Japanese four-character compound, which, how he knows about this Japanese stuff, that's just starting, it's starting to get a little much. It's just, just a skosh. He knows everything. He does know everything. Um, but it was specifically for Yabusame which is Japanese mounted archery. Okay. Which is where the concept originally comes from. But the term was also used in the development of the Mazda MX-5 to describe <laughs> the driver's connection with the car. <laughs> that was not an MX-5. Just... Okay. So the article on Wikipedia is like two sentences long. Okay. And that was one of them. Okay. Somebody was reaching, but so, whatever. It's probably whatever. only there because of this episode. That's possible. But <laughs> at least he didn't just make it up. That's true. That's true. Because he could bullshit. So, so that she, yeah, he like goes shooting across the parking lot. He like does some stunt doing, driving. Yeah, he's like pulling that power brake and Jenny has fine. Well, after, we're in the episode, uh, This Is War, and Jenny's like, put it in reverse, put it in reverse, and he can't drive. Yeah. And he says, I need to learn how to drive. Yep. So I'm sure that that's, at least they brought, they, they continued that. that yeah. That, that was cool. Um, and they get an Amber Alert. Yes. Which I, do you remember the first time you got an Amber Alert in your phone? Did it? I was like, what is this what, witchcraft? What I didn't this, sign up for this. Yeah. But you know, once I realized what it was, I was like, oh, okay, this yeah. is cool. I can yeah, I was deal like, oh, uh, but, but I do <sighs> want to go back to a little bit why he thinks he needs to learn all these skill or she thinks he needs oh, yeah, to learn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's like, what if I die? And then he calls her by her full name. He's like, Grace Abigail Mills, you're not going to die. No, I'm not going to let you. You're you're meant to be not a witness with me, and you're not gonna you're not gonna forever. Die. We shall be victorious or defeated together. Get married now. So while Igabar is learning how to drive, he seems to have mastered the cell phone, though. Yeah, the smartphone. Yeah, he seems to have that under control. So they get the Amber Alert. Yes, go see this kid. Um, and because I was just distracted by the flirting, I was like, oh sure, yeah, there's sure. a, there's a missing kid. Whatever, we don't oh, care. Oh yeah, missing kid. Um, but yeah, Abby recognizes the girl's name. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're going to go check it out and she's going to drive and she calls him Ricky Bobby. You know, I saw that <laughs> and I had to, I was like, why on earth is she calling him Ricky oh, Bobby? Oh, you didn't know the reference? I did not I get that reference yeah. because I have never actually seen Talladega That Nights. is not your kind of movie. No. That is my kind of idiot movie. I love it. I can't handle it. The, but the thing is, we live in the same state in which Talladega is located. Yes, we do. We do. I have driven by Talladega so many times. And every time I'm like, oh, that, mm-hmm. Oh, can you imagine driving? I used to have to drive past there uh, on Talladega weekend. Oh, my God. Through to Pell City and back. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. It was terrible. It was, 
it was a nightmare. So many drunken rednecks. It was terrible. So, so but I was like, tell Dagonites, really. Yeah. <laughs> yep, Ricky Bobby. Seriously. I won't go fast. <laughs> I couldn't even. So, uh, Ichabod lurks outside the house while Abby meets with the girl's parents. Um, and we find out that they have three adopted boys and that Sarah was a happy accident. She's a natural sure, born child. And, sure, biological, yeah. But, but they explain right away that, that she gets along with her brothers, and so we don't think that that's part of the right. and, shenanigans. Right, and and there are balloons and presents, and it's somebody's birthday, and they don't explain that right off. No, no. and but it's so obvious there's a birthday going on. Yeah, and um, so the, the mother, Beth, um, says that she forgot to set the alarm. She fell asleep at her desk. It's all her fault. It's all her fault. She's beating herself up. Um, and so she kind of storms out. She's really upset, and Abby follows her. And we find out that Beth was uh, their caseworker, her, uh, Abby and Jenny's right. caseworker when they were kids. At first, I thought she was like a foster mom yeah. for them, but they do confirm uh, caseworker. Yeah. Because it's this this quote, which it's not a, a quote quote, but she's quoting Beth. To her, yeah. Back to herself. Sometimes people get caught... In the path of a storm, and there's nothing they can do but wait for it to pass over them, but know that it will pass. And I was like, wow, that sounds awfully profound. So I had to make sure that that yeah. wasn't from something, and it's not. It was. It was very profound. I was waiting for it to be like, Benjamin Franklin said that. <laughs> and Ichabod's in the bushes, like, going, fuck! <laughs> now, I thought it was really interesting when um, Beth is sitting on the, the swings, mm -hmm. and Abby says that she's behind her. And when Beth turns to look back at Abby, the way they have Abby, I don't know if it's the framing, I don't know if it's the camera angle, her clothes, the way her makeup is, Abby looks younger. Hmm. I didn't notice that. It, I, maybe it was just me, but I thought she looked a little younger. Okay. And that put her almost in a child parent. Kind of situation. Kind of, they I, might, they, I don't know. They could very well have done that on purpose. Maybe it was just me. But, you know. Uh, but yeah, so she promises Beth that they'll bring Sarah back. Sure. Because that's uh, what you do. And so while this is going on, Ichabod is literally skulking literally. around the house, in the f hiding in the bushes, peeking through windows, because that's not weird with cops yeah. everywhere. No. And uh, he sees this weapon collection, and Abby catches him trying to break in. Well, he mentioned something about their... Uh, uh, celebrating a scoundrel or something. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but when she catches him, it's like, okay, his cat burgling days are cut short. Yeah. That... His grand larceny is, is horrible. He's and done. so she's like, meet me outside. <laughs> they're whispering through the window. They're whispering hilarious. through the window. Um, and so they're going to see the outtakes from that scene. <laughs> I do too. Um, and so they, they go meet in the woods and they're going to pick up the girl's trail. Um, but it turns out the weapons he was looking at um, belong to uh, a Lancaster ancestor, Daniel Forbes Lancaster. Nothing. Zero. Zip. Not, not, not real. Not even a little bit. Okay. All right. Totally made up. Well, that's because, I mean, they can't make everything happen in Sleepy Hollow. Yes, they, they have can. To make, they have to make some people up. Yes, they I can. I mean, historically, Surely they can't. They <laughs> Come on, they used um, Farnsworth. Yeah. Well, you Just know. Just to point that out. <laughs> Professor Farnsworth was... No, not really. <laughs> so, uh, he, he basically uh, tells the story that... Um, this guy joined the Patriot side very, very late in the game when it was really clear that they were going to win. And so he wasn't really, like, truly loyal. The, is, is he, are they the... The Lancaster guy. No, I was thinking, uh, are they the Greyjoys? Yeah. <laughs> the Greyjoys of Fucking this world? Fucking Greyjoys. Yeah. Pretty much. It was the, it was the Greyjoys that finally decide, got 
got off the fence the last or was that no the, it was uh, the Lannisters was that the Lannisters yeah they finally joined Robert at the very end you know after the king was dead Oh yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure. So, of you know, course, fucking Lannisters. I was thinking about either the Greyjoys or the the guy with the twins. Oh, the Frey. The Freys. Fucking Frey. For some reason, I was thinking of a secondary character. I pretty much hate like whatever. half that world, but you know. I know. We, you're supposed to though. That's you are. Kind of the you're, point. you're very much supposed to. So yeah. Anyway. So so they find this uh, blood splatter reading leading down the hill, and um, at the bottom of the hill they find this hollow bone that's been turned to a flute which is nice you know yeah, craft it's, uh, handicraft Ichab- time yeah Ichabod's fox hunting skills at work again and immediately at first I was like is this Henry's work because he's been crafting up a storm around here he has he, he's, he's a big fan of that yeah um the Jahu Goody I'm saying it wrong aren't I probably Jihu? I don't know Jah- the, he caught the flute the name he the used bone to the flute, flute. Yeah. yeah he used it to a flute uh Judy Judy G-U-D-I okay uh it literally means bone flute Oh, okay. The Jahu. Jahi, In what language? Whatever. It's Chinese. Okay. Chi- oh, that, well, he no, did mention the, that. She did, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, but the Jahu is the region of China. Okay. He said it was like the first instrument, right? Uh, dates back to, the first The first one dates back to 6000 BC. Oh, okay. And was made from the wings of a red-crowned crane. Okay. A crane's a lot less morbid than playing the bone of, you know, your friend yeah. or whatever. But I, I found a whole article. But it was a crane. Yeah, uh, the the one that they have. It's in a museum somewhere. But I, the only article I could find, I could just keep kept finding about the flutes. The the he calls it specifically the jahu. Yeah. I know I'm mispronouncing it, and whatever. Um, that's just a, an area. It's not the only type. Yeah. Of bone flute. But it, what, but what kind the of the name kills, just kind of throws it off a little. What kind of kills me though is. Uh, the, we got the Japanese reference and we got the Chinese reference in the same episode. In the same episode, um, not a whole lot was known about the East, the Far East, back in Ichabod's no. day. No, no. Mm-mm. Um, so, I mean, is he picking this up in modern times? Because you know he doesn't have anything to do when he's not running around with Abby. True, he's he could be trolling the internet. He is. He's he's got a few museums to visit here and there. So I don't know. I don't. Know. But yeah, he knows everything. Whatever. He does. It's frightening. Yeah, and um, plot device. so uh, Ichabod, of course, does the thing you do with a weird bone flute and just puts it to his mouth. Because not only does he know exactly what it is, he knows, he knows how, how to play, play it. it. Thank you. And um, But Abby's immediately affected, and he doesn't notice. Uh, but she goes into like some kind of a trance or hypnosis or whatever, and um, he's like looking at everything but her. But eventually he sees that she's about to walk into this bog. I mean, she is still wearing those heels. Yeah. But they're like a big fat heel. Yeah. Um, but still, I just do not see this as a shoe of choice for uh, serious police work, especially if you're going to go hiking in the woods looking for a child. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, these are not the, these are not the boots you're looking for. Whatever. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he, he, he narrowly saves Abby from like just walking into this bog swamp thing. And um, he thinks that the instrument belonged to a Pied Piper. Um, because apparently there's more than one, and uh, that Sarah was taken deliberately. She didn't just wander off. And um, this is when we have our credits, and Jenny's in it, and I got was it? Uh, yeah, here my note says, Icky happens to be an expert in music. Good God, what doesn't this man know? Pretty much. And he used to play the cello. Yeah. How fancy. Yeah, because you, you can't take the cello you can't on take the battlefield. that onto the, um, the battlefield. Yeah. Uh, didn't he mention the Second Continental Congress somewhere in here? 
I don't rem- I don't have it in my notes. I don't think so. Talking about sneaking about since the Second Continental Congress. Oh, when they go to the archive? My notes are out of order. Could be. Who knows? Because they because the next scene is them at the archive, and he um where he mentions Betsy Ross. Yes. Okay. And apparently Betsy Ross was very intent upon pursuing him. Apparently so. Uh, and so we get another Betsy Ross reference. and um, Well, he talks about the Second Continental Congress, which yeah. is what I'm trying to get. Okay, to. so yes, he did mention it. It is the Second Continental Congress in which the continent, not Continental Army was, in fact, created. Not the first one. Oh, okay. The second one. Okay. The first one, they tried to put together a Continental Congress, and it they just couldn't agree on stuff. So it kind yeah. of, it was the second one that came about. Okay. It actually got things going. But Guess anybody cares. Uh, so he he relays a story he heard from the war because of course he heard a story. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an entire British garrison um, that were stationed uh, in somebody's house and they were lured outside by some mysterious stranger playing music and they were cut down ignobly. Yeah, because he says uh, Abby mentions the Pied Piper is German. Mm-hmm. He's like a Pied Piper, the of Hamlin. Piper of Hamlin, which I'm like we're surrounded by Hessians, so you know who the I hell wouldn't knows? Put it past him. Yeah, but uh, he talks about it's a Pied Piper of British soldiers, which is entirely pure poppycock. I couldn't find anything on it. Um, but Ichabod uses the phrase modus operandi. He doesn't yeah. say mo. Yeah, I'm like, how posh? Of course, because it's it's Latin. He likes Latin. But he doesn't speak Latin. He speaks Ramoni Greek. He speaks everything. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he thinks the same guy took Sarah. Because they have the same uh, modus operandi. Because they do. And Abby's like, actually, they don't. No. Um, But good try. Here's your star. (laughs) (laughs) And so she talks about the only thing she really remembered when she was in her trance is that she was being pulled toward a certain location. So it's like a summoning spell. Yes. That's what he likens it to. And... um, Abby's like, I'm going to be bait. Okay, but what kills me is there is no way that Ichabod would have known the proper tune to play to create the spell. Thank you. It's way too generalized, and I cannot believe that just any old Any old music played on it. Would do. That's just lazy Could writing. Could you play Funky Town on it and make her go into a trance? Funky Town. Yep. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That's what I'm getting here. Busting up with some De- Jethro Tull on the flute. Or, you know, some Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Because there's a flute in Stairway to Heaven. That's true. So. I think they should try that. Let's go. Let's let's, <laughs> let's go get, get us one of them and see what Yeah. Happens. So, and then he's like, I have an idea. <gasps> Not uh, at all. So okay, go- so, but the idea of using Abby as bait yeah. to lead them to the little girl, I saw that like a year ago. Yeah. It was so obvious. Yeah. That that's what they're going to do, so. <laughs> Just saying. So, so they go back to the woods, and Ichabod has had uh, some, he's technologically savvy, and he's recorded some some badass pipe music, and he's going to let lis- Abby listen to it on headphones, so yeah. he won't be affected. The fact that he's suggesting that they use a recording uh, is really outside of his, I, and for some stupid reason, I typed Realm of Square. <laughs> Outside the box. Oh, right. Realm of, of Square. Realm of Square. I like that. You're starting outside, to speak like Outside Ichabod. of Ichabod's Realm of Square. <laughs> outside the box. That's great. Uh, but yeah, he tells her, I will be with you at every moment. <gasps> but then they have a little bit of sass about him being tall and her being short. It was uh, Gilly Gompus. Yeah, and because he, he says something about, from from my height up here, I can see anything. Yeah, you, yeah, he refers to himself as a gillygompus. Yeah, um, which, I figured you would look that up. Which, by the way, my spell check corrected but could not define. Awesome. I'm like, okay. It's a British phrase, a uh, word, meaning a stupid, awkward person. 
Okay. Not a height thing. No, which I uh, thought was a height thing. I did I was too. like, that makes sense, but... Because he said something about being all the way up here, and he right. could see her no matter what. And right, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so they start playing the music, and it works like that. Because it's a recording. Right. I'm like, just that it not being the actual music itself, not, uh, whatever. Apparently that doesn't matter. Um, and so he... Uh, they f- we follow Abby, and he eventually stops her when he sees... <laughs> Do you see how many problems I have with this entire thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he eventually stops her when he sees movement up ahead. Right, he does. He pulls the earbuds out yeah. and wakes her up. Rather dramatically. She- right. But throws her against a tree. Yeah. But, like, the trance doesn't really end until her gun is fully drawn and ready. Yeah, because she's it just kind of... It takes her a second. It wasn't until she was... Yeah. Because that's training. Yeah. I guess. Uh, and, and the guy moving ahead is Holly. I'm like, why? Because, you know, but he's wounded. Um, and he tells them that Sarah's alive and that there's still time to save her. And you think for a hot minute that he actually cares. Yeah, but he doesn't. No. Um, but Holly was skulking around in the woods on a job. Um, and he saw the Piper and he saw Sarah walking. And um, he tried to help and he was attacked by the Piper and was knocked down the hill He's which, like super fast or something. Yeah, which is what the the blood spatter they saw. It was Holly's. Um, and <laughs> he said Holly knew that the Piper would strike because it was Sarah's 10th birthday. Because apparently everybody knows about this curse except for Abby. Except Abby, yeah. And she's the local and Holly's not. Right. Well, okay, I have to point out that Holly calls Ichabod uh, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. I thought you were going to get on that. Which is all because you know I love Pride and Prejudice. Uh, which is all kinds of adorable. I'd almost ship them. He played Bingley. I know. Okay. I you know. do know that. I do know. Okay. Just making sure. Um, which is, it's all kinds of adorable. Yeah. And I almost ship these two. <laughs> and we've had this discussion yes. already, but you should have seen that coming from me. Yes. Um, I did indeed. So yeah, though we, we learned about Demon Pied Piper. Yeah. Whatever. And, and there's a curse on this family. So we do, we do know that it was the birthday. Yeah. It was her birthday that they were celebrating. Yeah. So yeah, everybody knows about this. Except... Except Abby, who actually knows the family. Right. Whatever. And Ichabod... Well, I guess it happened back in Ichabod's time, so the curse wouldn't have been a thing back then. Yeah. Um, but he talks about uh, these flutes, that the different different flutes have different effects. Yeah. Somehow. And I'm like, what's the point of that information? Well, and I don't understand... Or plot story I don't line. understand why the one flute was just abandoned in the... Yeah, he just throws it away isn't that the summoning if they have different yeah. power, if they have different effects then wouldn't that be this one he needs yeah isn't it kind of important i don't know it yeah that whole thing didn't make a whole lot of sense but um so we get a little flashy back and uh the garrison that he talked about disappeared from the lancaster estate in 1778 and um Daniel Forbes did it. Daniel Forbes Lancaster did it. He hired the Piper because the soldiers were getting frisky with his daughters. Yeah, a little bit. And um, so, you know, he just hired a guy that sold a soul to, to a demon. And that's why he's so damn fast. Sure, that's what you do. Which, that's normal. Normal business transaction. But when the Piper killed the whole garrison, um, Daniel betrayed him and killed him. And then dumped his body in the bog that Abby was about to jump walk into. Which, fun times, yeah, man. Fun super times. fun times. Um, so because of that, the Piper has cursed this family. Um, and every generation, one takes one of their daughters when she reaches her tenth birthday because that's the age where he can make a pipe out of her leg bone. That see now that I don't understand no. because a ten year old 
child, their bones yeah. aren't fully developed yet. Yeah. They're still growing, so they're still the you know the cartilage bits. Yeah, and also they make a point of cartilage saying cartilage bits. That's the medical yeah, technical that's term. Totally yeah. medical and technical. Um, can't imagine you didn't become a nurse. Uh, <laughs> I was that close, man. I was that close. But yeah, and they make a point of saying that he lets the little girl die of starvation, which would weaken the bone. I, from malnutrition. No, it, yeah, I just, no I don't know. It's whatever. Yeah. Well, what also doesn't make sense is that the fact of somehow after years and years of hunting artifacts, Holly doesn't believe in the supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this is where I really, it really felt Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because Indiana Jones hunted after these artifacts, but he didn't believe in any kind of supernatural Well, I think he did after the, the Ark of the Covenant and, thing. Well, yeah, but that was at the end of the movie. Yeah, at, at the end of the first of movie, it, yeah. At yeah, the beginning, he was like, I don't believe in this shit. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's where I get the idea that Holly was very, very written after. After Indiana and Jones. And Indiana Jones. Yeah. Inspiration. So, but I'm like, seriously, how do you spend this many years? Selling things that you artifacts. think are worthless. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He's pure money. Uh, yeah, because Holly makes a point of saying he thinks this guy is just some crazy human in a costume. Yeah. Which, sure. you know. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, whatever. <laughs> uh, because what every, every, all of the characters in this show have that, that turning point. Where they're like, oh, shit, this, this, this is real. This is real. This is real. Yeah. Uh, except Jenny. Yeah. Who, who was already there. Who was already there. And Corbin, who was already there because Jenny learned it from Carbon. Corbin. Abby did it. Ichabod did it. Mm -hmm. Frank did it. And now we're going to see Holly yeah. go through it. It's part of the show. It's, it's a secret war. <laughs> so, they have to tell you the secret password. Yeah. Yeah. There's a the handshake you have to learn, yeah. and it's great. Mm -hmm. um, Do a little dance. And by great, I mean it's horrible because then you know the apocalypse is coming. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and so Ichabod and Abby think that the Piper sold his soul to Moloch because apparently there's only one demon in town. And everything flows a, back to him. It's a one demon horse. Four, <laughs> one demon, four horsemen horse town. town. There yeah, we go. There I got go. it. Yay. Um, and lots of Starbucks. <laughs> and so, so they think that the demon has kept the Piper alive all this time to come back and, and fuck with this family once a generation. <laughs> which seems kind of petty. In a fun way. Seems kind of petty in the grand scheme of Moloch, doesn't it? Well, you know, that like, gives oh, hey, I got to wake up this guy for, you know, there's a girl now that's 10 years old that we got to fuck with this family that does nothing else for the greater scheme of evil. True, but it does give, Mullet still has control over this little piece of monster yeah. in the town. Yeah. So I guess any weapon's a weapon. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's a plot device. So um, Holly, once again, he's like, no, this guy's just a psycho. And um, Abby's like, well, come on. If somebody told you this, fed you this story. Yeah, that's true. Um, Which so, would be the difference between me and you. Yeah. Be like, all right. You'd be like, right on. Let's go get Let's this. Let's go poke it with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So uh, Abby's like, it's only been 36 hours, so we can still find her. And um, she agrees to give Holly the flute if he helps them at the end of it. Um, and he's like, sure. And Ichabod is not and happy Ichabod's about like, no. Ichabod's like, this is shitty. Um, so we go to Terrytown. Which, you know, fun little jaunt over to the psych ward. Yay, and Frank. Uh, Irving is reading a book about the end of days and the horsemen of war. Frank is doing his homework. Thank you very much. Yes. Even in the psych ward, Frank is doing his homework. Well, surely they're going to give him a copy of the Bible at least. Yeah. I love Please, Frank. Um, and he gets this vision of himself in Rambo mode. That 
has got to be the worst special effects yeah. this show has ever, ever created. They had that weird filter, and there was all this fake flame, and it was just really bad. And Frank is in a tank top and a headband? <laughs> what <laughs> the hell? I keep picturing Orlando getting his wardrobe fitting, and he's like, the fuck? You know he was. Yes. Because it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Where did this even come from? Where Who thought this was a good idea? I don't know. Somebody needs to fire them. I, it might have been Damien. He wrote the episode. Oh, you mean the but wardrobe choice. the choice. effects and yeah. the wardrobe choice. Yeah. Uh, I just cannot see. Okay. Imagine if you will. <laughs> okay. Frank becomes the right hand of the Horseman of War. Okay. Do you think he's going to run out and completely change his clothes? Because have we ever seen Frank wear anything relatively close to that? No, we have not. Whatever it is that he's wearing at the time, it's the Terrytown be... Psychiatric T-shirt, yeah, sweatpants, that would work for me. Yeah. This is totally so out of character. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, we want to do a bad Rambo costume. Oh, it's not even a... It's so bad. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, he sees himself like mowing all these people down. And uh, he's fighting with... Uh, War's avatar because it's not even it's not even the real Horseman of War no, it's, it's, it's the avatar, avatar. Um, and so Frank snaps out of the vision and then the book just bursts into flames you know as as it happens as happens to Bibles and nobody in the psych ward you know no. seems to notice no nobody notices you gotta wonder if that was planted in his head to make him look even crazier to everybody oh that'd be cool that, if that were planned that would be cool but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't they didn't explain that so whatever um, so we go back to the forest again, and Abby does the headphone trick again, and they follow her. Holly still does not believe what's going on. It's no. right in front of his face. He's like, no, it's some kind of trick. It's okay, here's my thought. Give Holly the damn headphones. And let him go through let it. Let them follow him. Yeah, that'd be nice. If he doesn't believe the that it's bitch. real. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Not sorry. And so they see something up ahead and they stop Abby. Um, and it's the foundation of an old building. Is that what it is? He says foundation. So I'm guessing yeah. it's found because he doesn't really, they don't really clarify. Yeah. And I'm guessing what they pull up is for the cellar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, so they, uh, they find like the Piper's lair. He's got all these tools to, you know, make his bone instruments. Yeah. My note says bones and bones and bones and Sarah. And his, that's pretty much, yeah. That's what's there. Uh, Because they find Sarah chained to the floor. And, of course, as Abby uh, is trying to unchain her, the Piper arrives. We're not alone. How on earth is Abby getting those chains off that kid? Mm Mm-hmm. I was trying to look and see, is she picking the lock? Does she just happen to have a skeleton key That would have been nice to skeleton show. Key. Skeleton key. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. I'm like, how does she just happen to be getting these chains off the I kid? would believe like her grabbing the key off a hook on the wall or something. But they even. don't show anything they, like that. No. Unless they filmed it and cut it. Maybe. It makes no sense. Whatever. Um, And Holly tries to shoot the guy. And he can't. Well, the, the demon pipe, he's super fast. Yep. And he's blurry. Yeah. This goes back to the season one where they would always do Moloch very, yeah. very blurry. Because so can they can't do a him. good effect on him. But this is a practical effect. Surely they can get that, but no. Yeah. Um, but Holly has to reload his gun. Yeah. And what idiot treasure hunter carries a revolver? Stupid people. You need get to pop a clip out and then, yeah. Get you an automatic that has more than a handful of rounds. Yeah. And you can reload it. I mean. Easy. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he finally sees that this isn't just some nut job in a costume. 
Yeah. And uh, so the Piper's way, way too fast, and Ichabod goes to help Polly, and um, he discovers that he's like an expert swordsman, which, you know, uh-huh. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he does- It's important later, so. Then he does some, like, sonic ninja bullshit. <laughs> well, what he had, the staff thing that he's yeah. holding has, the pi- has a pipe, one of the bone pipes, yeah. at the end of it. And, yeah. and his spinning it is causing- a sound i guess it still felt like bullshit but it's a different magic because it's a different flute yeah it was bullshit yeah um and so uh holly just is like fuck that and he gets a grenade and they're able to get out fuck the shit i'm out pretty much with Uh, a boom boom holly goes boom yeah but as they're running out he tosses one of them to ichabod he doesn't realize ichabod is not from this century yeah. This point. I don't, he doesn't know this yet. No. So he throws Ichabod one of them. He calls him Shakespeare this time. Yes, he does. And uh, at first I was like, okay, how is it that Ichabod knows what to do with this thing? He watches Holly put the first one up and set the timer. Um, and he imitates what Holly does mm-hmm. to put it up. I was like, okay, that was a smart thing to Which, do. Which, I'm sorry, I'm from modern day and I don't know how to work a grenade. Well, it's got the little thing. That's like <laughs> a, it's like he's got a smartphone thing or an iPod. Yeah, I know. Like, I know, pull the pin kind of grenade but yeah pull the pin and throw it yeah quickly i don't know but uh uh, but he he does imitate but holly does a smart thing and checks ichabod's device before they run out yeah which i thought that was a good detail yes for once holly did something smart (laughs) Mm, but they get out and it goes boom and boom and so they're able to escape and um they they get clear and uh they stop and make sure that sarah is okay and um, Abby's like, yeah, we got to get her stowed away. And then we got to go come back and take care of the piper. Right. And Holly's like, mm, Holly's like, no. yeah, no, I'm going to take my pipe now. And Ichabod is so disgusted. And um, Abby's like, so basically we're trying to stop the end of days. And he's like, yeah, that's he's nice. Whatever. I would like the pipe, please, now. And so <laughs> I love this so much. Abby's like. Okay, here you go. And then she breaks it over her knee. And then she's like, oh, it looks like it was damaged. Oops. And Ichabod is so proud. He's got that little smile. Love it. So Holly is a coward yes. and a bounty hunter, which yes. is a really bad combo yeah. in his line of work. He does wish them luck, though. Yeah, he's like, good luck. I'm like, you fucker. Uh, so they bring Sarah back home. And um, Abby gets the cops to set up a perimeter. And she's like, if you stay inside... Um, you'll be protected. Nothing bad will happen. Blah, 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 blah. Mom does not look okay. No, not at all. And so they go back to the archive. And so this is the load up montage. This is, this is the gear up. Yeah. And, um, so <laughs> Abby, uh, gives Ichabod some noise canceling earbuds. It's a great scene. And he, <laughs> he plays with them and they're great. It's great. It's, that's a great scene. He's like snapping his fingers. And he can't hear yes, anything. It's, it's very precious. But I want to know why it is that Abby just happens, happens to have. Like four pairs of them. Just stashed away. What, yeah. I mean, like, what are the chances? And they Seriously. were already all lit up, which means oh, they've got like batteries and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, every police uh, station has noise canceling earbuds. Right. That makes perfect sense to me. Maybe she got them out of Corbin's stash. Uh, maybe I don't know. I would. Corbin I would have liked. Be, Corbin might have been prepared for something like. I would have liked an explanation. Something. Yeah, that would have been fun. That'd be great. Yeah. Thanks. So, uh, so they're they're uh, getting their gear worked out, and they they both are like, so mom wasn't happy to get the girl back, <laughs> and um, so they decide they're going to check up on the Lancaster family history. 
um, after, of course, the logging ceremony. The logging ceremony? He's like, can you perform the logging ceremony? Which is great because I'm like, thank you. You didn't share your ID and password with Ichabod. I appreciate that. Well, I think even if he had the ID and password, he wouldn't know how to do it. So, <laughs> so uh, We've seen him in computers in the past. Yeah. It's not good. He ends up pulling up dirty webcams. He does that on purpose. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I had no idea. Um, and so the police database uh, shows that a girl does indeed go missing every generation for like the last dozen like it goes back a dozen generations or some shit yeah and um curse you beth oh, wait. lost actually lost her sister lucy when she was seven okay her older sister got taken um and so yeah the only year a girl didn't go missing was 1936 and the girl was recovered but all of, but her and all of her siblings died of a mysterious fever a short time later. Okay, would that not mean that the family line had died off? Unless they had more babies after it. But then would they not? Well, yeah, then they would have had to have given one up at 10 years old the second time around. No, because they just take the firstborn. Firstborn girl. Okay. They can't get her. Yeah, they kill all the kids like off. That. I don't like that. I don't know. I'm not okay. Um. Well... Actually, did they say that all of them died, including the girl? I know they mentioned it later that she would lose all her kids. Right. Or just one of them. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not real cut and draw. I yeah. mean, because if he ki- if the if the Pied Piper Matt Curse killed off all the kids, then that would be the end of the line. Yeah. Unless it went down through cousins or some shit. Shit, if I know. There's they're in the same family house, so I'm thinking this has to be a direct line. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so they figure out that this whatever fever comes if they can't, if he can't get his hands on the girl um, is part of the curse. And um, and that she ended up adopting three boys just to try to avoid it. And then, oops, had a, had a girl. Darn it. And, you know, by having a girl, she doomed her, which is nice. Um, so the only way to save all the kids is for Beth to sacrifice her daughter to the Piper. Yep. They go back to the house yep. and all the boys are sick. All the boys are sick and all of a sudden Beth has gone away with Sarah ostensibly to go meet them at the hospital, but she gone in the woods. She gone, 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 gone. Yeah. Um, so they, they, uh, Ichabod goes in the living room and he's like, yep, I'm going to break this case. And he gets him a sword. Not just any sword. The, uh, something it is a fish kill bailey cutlass yeah that one Mm -hmm. that is a thing okay john bailey of fish kill new york made george washington's sword oh a fish kill bailey cutlass was actually a prized possession okay so is that like the colonial equivalent of a hotori hanzo sword sure okay cool uh, yeah, but he... I can understand that. Yeah, Fishkill is where is the location. John Bailey was the... Was the swordsmith the or whatever. Swordsmith, um, but he made, he did make George Washington's sword. And it's apparently... He thinks of it as being, like, specialized or something. But, um, but yeah, it's... He especially was he's supposed to be excellent at these swords. And, and he figures if he's going to have to go against this guy that's a really good swordsman, he needs a good sure, sword. Sure, sure. You know, like you do. So I've got a link to that. Okay. For people to go and... Um, and so... Out. Abby tries to call Beth on the phone while Ichabod drives. Ichabod drives. Yay! And I put like seven exclamation points because I was very excited about that. I only have three. Okay. (laughs) I had to look up the sword. It was important. Yeah. And uh, so they find uh, her vehicle like really quickly and they track her through the woods, which... Well, the woods are just right across the street. Yeah. And they know where she's going. They know where this foundation of the thing is. So whatever. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, I wonder if that's like the old house that the Lancaster people lived in or something. That I would thought, make sense. I thought it was the same house they were living in. So I don't know where, what this foundation is, what yeah, house know. this is. Know. Who knows? Um, and so uh, Beth draws a gun on Abby. And um, when they when they catch up with them and um, she has an automatic gun. Yes, she does. Damn it, Holly. And so she basically is like, you know, have you ever prayed for something to go away so hard? She, Abby? And Abby's like, yep, I have. And um, but they basically talk her down um, and they promise that they're going to help. Okay, this scene really kind of broke my heart. And that kid is going to need so, so, so much therapy. Yeah. Yeah, because mom was about to abandon me to a monster. Mom was going like, to, like, sacrifice save, me to a yeah. monster to save my brothers. Can you imagine the resentment towards her brothers after this? Yeah, the whole thing is just not great. And her mom. And, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, that kid just needs to go to a foster home right now. Like, immediately. Like, yeah. walking right out that of the woods. child. Um, and so, yeah, they, uh, they, she lowers the gun and then the Piper attacks. The Piper has one serious freaking ponytail. Did you notice that? He's got the yes, big old long white. white yeah. yeah, that's really all you can see. Well, and I, in the flashback, they showed that he had a ponytail, but it was dark. Mm-hmm. So I got the impression that it's been growing this whole time, and now it's but white. But if he's, like, undead, yeah, as we understand from the story, he's undead. Right. Does your hair grow when you're undead? Uh, apparently it does. Okay, yes. This would be a yes. Either that Whatever. or Moloch magic did, because he, he liked the aesthetic of it. I don't... <laughs> I don't see Moloch curing one way or the other. I don't but, either. You know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, he has a really, really long ponytail. Yeah. And so they fight. Fight, 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 <laughs> fight, fight. Um, and Abby tries shooting at him, and um, he goes back down into the cellar well thing. Yeah, she totally empties her gun. Yeah. And then sends Ichabod after it. Yeah. Finish it. Uh, it made me think of, like, Mortal Kombat. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> and so he jumps down... And then he puts the earbuds in. I'm like, maybe you should have done that top side. Maybe. But whatever. Um, and so they fight again. And he knocks Ichabod to the floor. Yeah, And failed. it knocks his earbuds loose. Well, it... Okay. Back, <laughs> back when Ichabod first put the headphones on. Mm-hmm. E- earbuds in. Headphones on, earbuds in, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's snapping next to his head. Yeah. And he can't hear it. Yeah. But here, he puts them in, and he can still hear the Pied Piper moving around. Yeah, because he turns around suddenly. Because that was my thought. I'm thinking, if you can't hear anything... You don't know where this guy you is. you don't know what's going on? Yeah, it's it's going to dampen your senses. He could just walk up behind him and stab Whatever. him in the back. So he falls, and one of them falls out. And, and it's very dramatic. It, like, I thought, like, is he going to explode or what? Yeah. But he grabs a big old rock. Yeah, and uh, the the guy's doing his ninja shit again, and he's preparing to kill uh, Ichabod until, um, you know, Ichabod smashes him with the with the rock in the foot. Which I thought was a really neat trick. Yeah, and he distracts the guy, and so he's able to get his sword back, um, and he ends up cutting the guy's hand off, and it doesn't phase him a bit. And all I can think of is, Luke, I am, I am your, your father. father. Yeah. Well, you know. Sorry. And uh, so... The uh, Piper goes for his staff, but Abby grabs it first, and then she just impales him with it. Okay, because sure. She, she knows how to get shit done. She killed the undead guy. Yeah, she's like, God, I had to come back down here, and Ichabod, you couldn't you couldn't take care of it, so I just had to do it, basically, is what <laughs> happened. And Ichabod's like, I had him. And sure he did. Sure he yeah, did. Abby saves his bacon again. Just, you know, just like to point that out. And uh, so we go back to Terrytown, and... <laughs> 
Irving confronts Henry and he's like, so I know you're the horseman of war. And Henry's like, yep, I sure am. (laughs) And he's like, I can give you justice. And uh, Irving's like, I want no part of this. And um, Henry's like, fine, I can I cannot be your lawyer anymore. And then, you know, we lose uh, any of the benefits I've got in your family, insurance payments. Your hearing's going to be, you know, suspended indefinitely. Um, He's and ha- got everything wrapped up very neatly. Yeah, and Irving's like, damn it, you, but you, you work for a demon. And he's like, yeah, but your friends haven't done anything to protect your family, and I have. Yeah. <laughs> well. I don't like it. Um, and so Henry leaves, and, um, or he goes to leave, and uh, Frank asks, um, what the hell has he done to him? And he, Henry's like, go check the Bible. This is, here's this, what is it, an Ezekiel it's, it's verse? Ezekiel 18.4. Okay. And uh, so Irving goes back to his room and apparently they gave him a non-burnt Bible. And he checks the verse. Well, and he pulls something like out of the trash? Yeah, something like that. And he, like he trashed his Bible. I'm like, that's a bad thing to do during the end of days. Don't throw yeah. away the Bible. Yeah, maybe don't do that. So Ezekiel 18.4. Okay. I went and pulled it up in the 1611 Bible because... That's what we do here. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while since you've gotten to pull a Bible I know. Verse. I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to pull up the, the old one just because. And Ezekiel chapter 18, 4 states, Behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Da, 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 da. So it's not talking about Moloch specifically. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Because that's what he gets out of it. Is oh shit, my soul belongs to Moloch, or my soul belongs to Henry or him. somebody, yeah, because yeah, he signed got in his blood. Soul. He did, yeah, there's a nice little montage. Whoops. Uh, and so we go back to Ichabod and Abby having a nice little cup of coffee, and he bitches about it at first, and then he's like, This is glorious, <laughs> he's like, This is so good, I can see why this might be popular. And he gets a little foam mustache, oh, yeah, it's great, and she wipes it off. It's- fucking cute it's a and i'm like adorable. can i just have a whole show of this yes just the dom- domestic yes domestic, domestic sass. would be just wonderful yep and um but abby's like we did a good thing today um and basically it boils down to yeah we did but we got to get back to work which i'm yeah. like let her gloat for like a second i know for like just uh, just a hot minute he mentions a uh, hobson's choice uh-huh um which is a choice where you really only have one choice yeah it's an act. He says the word, so I looked it up, and it is. It's, it's a, a thing. thing. It's a thing. Okay. Um. So anything he says, I'm like, I need to check out your facts here, buddy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You make shit up sometimes. He does. Uh. So our final scene is uh Holly at the bar, which apparently they had that bar set, and so they were going to use it again. And um, he is meeting with the person who uh wanted him to get the flute in the first place, who is not German. No, no. The only so far, only the first the guys in the first episode, the Lesky of Solomon, have been actual like German-sounding well, Hessians. I think the first episode when uh, in this season when Henry had uh, Jenny, he spoke German to him, but I don't right. know that he had an accent. Well, I don't think he didn't say anything. Yeah, but I'm guessing if he spoke German to, well, they him, all speak then, German. Well, yeah, but at least they they meant they brought it up. Yeah. But it just kind of fell away. Um, yeah. Whatever. So, um, so Holly warns him. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry. The flute it's got broken. Broke. And he's like, nope, it's fine. Whatever. It's, and so he's already paid him. 
And the guy then delivers the uh, flute to fucking Henry. And once the guy Should've leaves, known. yeah, Henry grinds the flute the flute up into powder. And by grind, you mean smash? Yeah, and then he tastes it because apparently there is nothing that Henry won't eat. And uh, is, he says it's perfect. He's <laughs> making soup. He's hungry. He'll snack. And, so Henry's occult craft time is getting pretty interesting. It's getting pretty intricate. <laughs> <laughs> is he like padding his resume to start a an, an occult craft show on well, HGTV? He's, he's hoping to be the uh, patron demon for the town next door. Oh, okay, okay. You no, know, he he wants to advance. He and wants get his own town. Yeah. Okay. So, so that he can handle the apocalypse next door. I was just thinking he wanted to be like the evil Martha Stewart. Because you know, if the apocalypse happens, it's only going to happen in this town. <laughs> it's one town at a time. Why Mullick doesn't go, you know, three states over and try where this there's crap. no witnesses? Yeah, exactly. But no. Yeah, force him to run all over the country trying to. Pull I know, shit. right? That's that's a good point. But so they're stuck. It's it's like under yeah. the dome, you know. They're right here, and that's as far as they can go. <laughs> it has to start here, or it doesn't start at all. Yeah, I guess. So I um, uh, just. Uh. So the only thing that furthered the plot line is that stupid bone. Yeah. That Holly sold. Yeah. So now Henry has it. Which that bone was just laying in the forest. I don't know why Henry had to pay Holly to get it with his magical horseman slash witch slash sin eater powers. And if Moloch is in control of this demon Pied Piper, then why didn't he just get the Pied Piper to hand over one of the bones? Yeah. It's not like he didn't have a stash. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ah. None of that made sense to me. Why couldn't he, like, Asio bone or whatever, like, <laughs> you know, whatever mojo Henry has. Sure, sure. I mean, he can move around the stupid Avatar of War, so. Yeah. What the hell? I don't understand I don't it. either. It makes no sense to me. None. So, yeah. I think I think when we get on loose historical footing is where it, it stops being cool. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, I know they had a historical background, but it was all made up. Well, they started just an itty-bitty little bit with tiny little sections, and they just... the I don't even know. They didn't really go anywhere with it this time. No. There was no... I mean, like, the dude, the Lancaster dude, couldn't they have just at least used an actual person? Yeah. See, I don't, I don't get why sometimes they make people up and sometimes they use real people. Is it just because there's not a lot of historical record around that area? Possible. Maybe they didn't want to defame somebody into... Into like, hey, you betrayed an entire garrison of British soldiers by... Yeah, use somebody like Benedict Arnold who screwed things up. But we'll turn Washington into a zombie with no Yeah, but that's actually a thing, though. I know. That's true. But yeah. Just saying. I am liking the fact that anytime Franklin is mentioned... Ichabod's like doing a mean girl thing. Eye rolls. I'm surprised Abby's like, all you talk about is Ben Franklin and how stupid he is. Well, it's because it's true. Yeah. Uh, Now, did you notice the parallel between the Piper and Moloch with the title of this episode? Go where I send thee. Go where I send thee. No. Okay. um, You know me. I don't get real deep. (laughs) Well, if you think about think about this, the Pied Piper is sending the child. Go where I send thee. Right. Wherever he he commands this child to go. Moloch has is sending Henry around to do his bid, his bidding. Oh, okay. Henry's not doing it real well though. Yeah, I had to go around the world to get to that, but Okay. You know, but the Piper's directing the kids and Moloch's directing Henry, so it's there. 
Well, and also Moloch uh, was luring kids back in his day. Yeah, that's where with he came Abby from. Abby and Jenny. That's true. Oh well. No, I don't know luring. Was but he actually? I don't know that he was actually luring. After looking back, or were they just hanging season, out in the woods? They just happened to be there when Moloch was rising. Yeah, rising, raising, raising uh, Henry. Yeah. I just. I, I, Do they just happen to be there? Yeah, and I guess because yeah, Moloch's more child sacrifice, not luring children. Right. So I mean, that's when the, the original research into Moloch. That's what that showed. But in hindsight, with the way the story progressed to the end of the season, to that. Yeah. I don't know. With the the Henry because he kept from the, the girls ground. for like three days. They were unconscious. Did he keep them, or were they just unconscious for three days? Uh, I'm like, did he know they were there? Even? Yeah, I don't know. Or did he just leave them? I, yeah, because they found him. Yeah, I, I don't know how. Or was that he all just worked. watching? I need more waiting. logistics. Clearly, yeah, whatever. It's just weird. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's a parallel. So already we got more Holly. This is the second episode. No Jenny. No Jenny. Very little Frank. Yeah, he's just plot device. At this Blessedly, point. no Katrina. Oh, thank God. No Abraham. But yeah, I'm like, um, and so I'm starting to see like the foundations of this is going to be very artifact driven now. Well, with the the arrival of of Holly, and that's what he does, right? Yeah, you can see that right off. That that's yeah. this is going to be this season's thing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Last last season, it was all the 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 stuff that Mullock was trying to throw at them. And now we're going the artifact route. Yeah, which I, I just I just don't understand how the stupid Pied Piper fit into Moloch's plan. I don't know. Like I like I was saying at the beginning of the the podcast, I thought it was an interesting idea. I just don't think the execution went well. Well, if if maybe Sarah was the thirteenth girl that he took, and by getting the thirteenth, they're allowed to break a seal to whatever. Sure, yeah, that would have been something, right? It would have shown. Moloch's long game but, but all of this just for Moloch uh, for Henry to get that bone which there are 5,000 different other ways he could have gotten the bone yeah I don't know but it had to specifically be this Pied Piper's bone yeah I don't know it's, yeah. I got nothing yeah so logic has escaped me I know yeah the, the logic behind all this is just off yeah not a fan now i did like the scene with ichabod learning to drive though that was great that was a great scene i love him and abby and you know modern day and stuff just the fact that they're still doing it it's great is is awesome i'm a big fan of that keep doing it keep doing that yeah so i think that was probably my favorite scene honestly yeah what scene did you not like um the frank apocalypse yeah. The Frankalypse. The Frankalypse. <laughs> the Frankalypse. It was terrible. It was awful. Because apparently Frank is now evil and has had the forethought to tie a bandana around his head. Well, you know, there's a lot of fake fire going around, so you don't want to sweat it off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that at all. I could have done without that. Yeah. If he were in different clothes, I really think that if he were in different clothes, I might (laughs) could have accepted a little better. But the tank top and headband just. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a ripped shirt that he tied around his head. It was a we're going to the gym. Yeah. Sweatband (laughs) garbage. Yeah. Uh, I just don't get um, why Henry's spending so much time on Frank. 
If it was just to keep him out of the way, he's done that already. Yeah, sure. By keeping him in Terrytown. So why is he... What does he hope to accomplish with the soul of one guy? Hopefully they will tell us. Yeah. That or... uh, Well, like you said, they were just trying... If he was just trying to get him out of the way... He's done that. Get him away from from helping Ababob and Icky. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ababob and Icky. Because he's he's a... He's a disciple, they said. Sure, yeah, he is. Him and Jenny. Right, so, and why is he not after, well, he did go after Jenny with the coin a little bit. Yeah. And lost. Yeah. So, but yeah, so he's got him out of the way, so what's, hopefully they will tell us Because I just, in the long run, I don't see why he's spending so much time and effort on Frank, when Frank is one human man. Well, he did, they, Mullick did lose Andy. Yeah. Um... Literally, he. Do, I think he. Do, I think he doesn't know where Andy is because when we saw when <laughs> he was when hiding we last from him in saw Andy, yeah, he was hiding from him in tur- purgatory. So maybe he needs another. <laughs> maybe Molly needs to spend less time trying to communicate with people on Earth and more time getting his shit together in purgatory. <laughs> if he can't find one guy in purgatory, I know in his own domain. <laughs> mm-hmm. What the hell is he doing? Yeah, what do you expect to do with Earth? Concentrate, dude. Concentrate. <laughs> Get organized. <laughs> You could make him a spreadsheet of a of a grid search. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, get your map. Don't help demons though. Please use your spread sh- spreadsheet skills for good, not evil. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Damn it. But yeah, that's just have to this delete just something felt like quick. a just a filler episode. Yeah, it it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. Like I said, it had potential. I don't mind filler episodes if they're super plenty entertaining. But it just, this didn't quite do it for me. Right. So I just, yeah, it was just kind of there. But I will say no, no Katrina horribleness. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. So. No, no nonsense. Cryptic message. Does he have a head? Doesn't he have a head? Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. And none of Abraham whining and being bitchy in the background. Yeah. So. So speaking of Katrina. Yeah. Did, did we not issue a Katrina challenge? We did issue a Katrina Katrina Crane challenge. God, that's alliteration makes my tongue twist. <laughs> um, and uh, basically, we we do not enjoy the Katrina Crane character at all. We think she's pretty useless, um, and she's just a plot device. And so, but if you feel differently, if you think that she's redeemable or she's interesting, or you like what they're doing with her character. Write us an email at randomtpodcast at gmail.com and yes. tell us about it. Because I really am interested to see if anybody does care for where she's going. Right. Or can defend their writing choices with this character. Her character. Is there even even any character development with her? I don't think her character is even. My son. My husband. My love. Oh, well, she. Okay. There's some character development. She's gone from my husband, my husband, my husband to my son, my son, my son. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah. if you can do that, uh, if you've got some meta that you've typed out on Tumblr, yes. you can tag us at uh, randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, or on the Twitters. Yeah, you can reach us on the Twitters, uh, randomtcasts yes. on the twitters.com. But also, if you follow us on the Tumblrs or the Twitters, you will see all of our podcasts as they come out. Yeah, you'll be in the know. Yeah, because we have other podcasts. We do. We have uh, Gotham that we just finished up season one. Um, and uh, we're going to pick that up for season two in September when it starts. September 21st. 21st. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to pick up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when it starts for season three in the fall. Yes. Yay. 
I'm and um, we're also doing uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Yes. Which are very important. They are very, very important. They get their own feed. Yes. And then random movies, which is just like, hey, you want a podcast about this? Sure. Oh, I like this movie. Let's yeah. talk about it a lot. Let's make Velociraptor noises. <laughs> yeah. And we did. And much Velociraptor noises were made. Many, many. many. No Velociraptors were hurt in the recording of that podcast. Nope, they weren't. Um, But if you have a movie suggestion that you want to listen to us babble for about an hour on, let us know. Yeah. Uh, And then we're going to be doing Agent Carter for season two. And before season two comes out, we're going to pick season one up and cast that. Right. Probably around the winter hiatus. Yes. November, December-ish. Yeah, because Agent Carter should be coming back in January. From us, what I understand. Yeah. I think they're going to do the, like they did last year, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's all. And, uh, yeah, you can find us on the iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, um, but also you can find everything on our website at randomtpodcast.com. Yep. You can find all of our pertinents, our emails, because if you can't remember everything, because that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, you can find everything there. <laughs> and you can find our us on our own personal social networks, too, if you want to be like creepy stalker people. Which is We're fine. okay with that. Yeah, we're, we're okay. fine with we're that. We're totally yeah. fine with yeah. that. Yeah. Go right ahead. Just cool. don't, like, put a hex on me or ground up a bone and, I know you how know, to fix that. screw me. With- oh, okay, good. I can fix that. Yes. I got a book right over there. Yay! So, But please don't. That's so much work. It's so rude. It really is. <laughs> don't be Katrina about it. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful <laughs> that's beautiful man i i'm out so you have anything else before? no i got nothing right. else and i'll put any links to any pertinent research in our in post like notes. i always do okay cool which i don't there wasn't a whole lot here so there's some wikipedia because it was all made up it really was <laughs> okay thank you for listening guys thanks guys